Hey, hey. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> Welcome to Making Changes You Love to Live With podcast. I'm Kirsten Galfan, your host. I started my company, Fitness Inspired, in 2008. I have my master's degree in exercise science. And yeah, I started my company with the mission and the vision of making changes you love to live with. And I'm so excited to continue doing that every single day. And I'm going to be here weekly with your dose of inspiration, applications, strategies, and tips to make changes you love to live with. Hello, Linda. How are you? I'm good. Hey there. Hey, I am so honored and excited to have you on the podcast today. Uh, Linda is, well, Linda Galfan, so she's related to me. Um, and I had David, your son, on the podcast, episode 36. And we are on episode, we're past 100. We celebrated 100 episodes. I cannot believe it. Oh, wow. Congrats. Woohoo. So um, it's been a little bit since I had David on, but I even said at the end of the interview with David, I'm like, I want to have your parents on. And since it's almost Mother's Day, happy Mother's Day, by the way. Oh, thank you. Yes. Happy Mother's Day. Since it's almost Mother's Day, I was like, I am going to ask Linda if she can share with us like wisdom experiences and just like sit down and have a chat with you. I made some tea and I'm ready. Okay. All right. Ready to. You're ready to. So just tell us, um, so you have two kids who are both in college, right? Right. I have David, who's, uh, I guess, going to be a senior and uh, Rachel, who's who's an upcoming junior. Okay. Awesome. And so I want to, I have little ones. So I want to like rewind time a little bit or have you look back and think about, so David uh, is on the Paralympic swim team right now competing to hopefully swim in Tokyo, right? Right. He's on the, uh, it, it's called the U.S. Swimming, Paris Swimming National Team. And okay. Hoping to get a spot to go to. Yes. And the kids, Ethan and I sat down and watched on TV the trials and we were cheering and it was so much fun. I loved it so much. And what inspired me to ask David on the podcast, I mean, many things. I uh, got to have dinner with him a little bit. I don't know. I guess it was a year ago now. And uh, I was like nerding out on the fitness side of things with him. And then also that Tufts University video that they made, I was like, that was so incredible. And I just... I just am so amazed and I want to know your secrets. So please (laughs) tell us, is there anything that you think like, wow, you may, you like either intentionally or unintentionally made an environment for your kids to really have like, they're humble and confident and to just like tackle hard and challenging things sometimes. What do you think? 
I I think especially with David, um, we exposed him very early on to other athletes that are like him Mm. um, and that were competing in the Paralympics and doing triathlons and doing all these crazy things. And so he didn't know any bounds. We never said I had to, you know, we never said you can't do something. He wanted to play ice hockey. And I was like, really? Okay, <laughs> let's figure it out. Let's figure it out. Yeah. So did he end up playing some ice hockey? He tried it. He uh-huh. actually learned how to skate. And okay. then we were at a skate lesson. And the same evening, there was sled hockey, which is sit down ice hockey. For okay. Kids with challenges. And he, they had an open like night so he saw that and he was like oh maybe I should try that and so once he tried that he could do so much better sitting down because he has incredible arm strength and speed and he loved that so Um, he didn't he didn't uh, continue to do ice hockey per se so I was standing up but he did sled hockey oh that's really cool how fun um would you say that he just kind of had it in him always to want to compete or did you see like how or where did you see that come out in him? I don't, I mean, he's, he, especially when it comes to sports, he's always wanted to do whatever, you know, he, he played soccer when he was little, he played, he wanted to be part of the gang and do what everybody else is doing. And I think, he, he, um, he had that goal of going to the Paralympics really from seeing these other incredibly accomplished athletes that were like him. Yeah. And then that's when, and that started, we, we were introduced to the Challenged Athletes Foundation, which is, a, which is a foundation that raises money to provide grants for the equipment that, that challenged out and the training that the challenged athletes need to be able to be successful in their sports. So we went, I think he was five in New York city to a running event. Um, you know, they were teaching people how to run and things like that. And, and then we, they invited us to come out to San Diego to a triathlon. They hold a fundraising triathlon every, every year. Um, and that just really got him jazzed to see, you know, so many kids like him and other athletes. And he was like, he really lo- always loved swimming and, and that's kind of where his passions were, yeah. you know, put <laughs> to cultivated. Yeah. yeah. So that's so cool. And I, that's such, I hear you saying, and I can apply that to motherhood is just show the kids what's possible, like show and even ourselves, like look at what is possible and yeah. then kind of, I had my dad on not too long ago and I, we always joke around that, um, he, you know, has MacGyver gene, he's super creative and he kind of worked his way up in a company from sweeping the floors when he was like in high school to becoming the president of that same company. And yeah. And so I was asking him questions about like how he thought he did that. And one of the things he said is he was just like, he just didn't 
get affected or pause too long. I don't, I forget how he said it, but he didn't pause too long when things didn't like seem to work out. Be like, oh, you know, try something else. And so, and just seeing what is possible for anyone. And one thing that David said in the interview, and uh-huh. see if you have any insights on that, this as well, is he really had a lot of saying like, appreciating like the love of the sport, like really hoping that he holds on to that through mm-hmm. adulthood, even if, you know, he's doesn't, he said like compete at the same level or whatever. Right. So what is your thought about cultivating the love of the journey? I struggle with that. Sometimes I like, I want the, the goalpost, right? Like I'm right. looking at that goal. So I feel like he was way wise beyond his years, years on that. And so like, what are your thoughts on that? What do you think? I mean, I think I try to encourage my kids to set goals, but enjoy the learning process and the process of getting to that goal. David was always just like to participate and, and he, he would take all the feedback that people give him and, and just apply it. And he was always looking, you know, toward that big goal, but I think just working towards those little goals as achievable goals helps you get there um, and not get frustrated. Yeah. The milestones. Like I was just thinking about that and talking about that. I saw a cyclist, riding his bike down the street all by himself, but he was like all decked out. I'm sure he's done, you know, he was doing like miles on miles and all of a sudden he just like put his hands in the air. He was like celebrating. I could tell I, and it was like, he must've hit a milestone or a personal best. And it's like, yes, we need to do that more. Like let's pause and just like soak it in. And he was totally embodying that. And I loved, love seeing that. So that's kind of what I hear you saying a little bit too. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. Um, so when you, if you could, okay, I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit here. So if you want to just like think about time traveling and thinking about when your kids were in elementary school and you could go back and talk to yourself. And just give yourself a little pep talk. What would you say to her? I'd say not to let the fears that they fail or get hurt or things get in the way of supporting them and encouraging them. So good. Because it's so natural for a parent to want to say, you know, no you're going to get hurt, but you got to let them do those things so that they can learn from those mistakes and failures and all that to and grow from that. Yeah. But it's hard. It's so <laughs> hard. Oh my goodness. It's so hard. Like I can take so much myself, but the minute my kids are like, I can see them like hurting in some way. And I'm sure this just gets more complex as they age, right? But when I see them, it is like, it's so, it's a challenge in the way that it just like, it makes me feel like, I don't know. I have no control, no control over this situation. Like I cannot 
help him or I cannot help her. Um, so what would you say when we find ourselves in those positions? Like one of my kids struggled and, he, you know, doing much better now, but struggled for a little bit. And it was really hard on me with just like some social anxiety and getting like physical symptoms when, you know, in new situations. And now like we baby stepped it and like feeling a lot better about it. But at the time, it's like when you see your kids struggling with something that you know is part of the growth process, what would you say? Like those fears do come in. You're so right. So like you would say to yourself when your kids were in elementary school, Linda, try not to let those like fears overcome you. And that's part of the game. That's part of the growth. That's part of, but so tactically, what can we do in our environment? Like even now, I'm sure there's just different fears, right? You never right. grow out of being a mom. Oh, no, never. <laughs> Especially never. in college. You don't know what they're doing and you don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Um, but I so think what do you think? Little, I think just you, you got to just support them and create an environment at home where they, they know they can let down mm. and, and they can be supported, you know, and they know that they love, that you love them and that mm-hmm. you'll help them get through whatever it is, yeah. you know. Yeah. That's all you can do. Yeah. That's all you can do. That's a safe place. It's a safe haven for people like for your kids and for you. I think sometimes as moms, okay. So all the moms listening right now, sometimes as moms, we forget about how important it is to take care of us too. Right. And so make it a safe haven for us in our homes and in our environments as well. And like, hear this, Linda, and hear everyone replace the name, your name, like you deserve to be cared for, right? Like let's, let's care for ourselves, even just a fraction or a shift, how we care for our kids or our friends. Right. I'm Um, getting all fired up here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you have to have to have your own time and your own support your own self before you can kind of support them. So I don't know, you know, when you get tired and overwhelmed then then I don't know when I, they were kids, I would lash out and, and not intentionally. It just right. happened. But so it's really important to, to get that, yeah. you know, nourish yourself first. Yeah. That's so good. And I love that word nourish. And I cannot picture you lashing out. Like, I'm sure you're lashing out. It's like, oh, please don't do that. It's like Ethan lashing out. Maybe Rachel might disagree. (laughs) Well, thank you for being vulnerable with us. And thank you for like, we are not alone in this as far as there's going to be times where like, dang it. I wish I wouldn't have done that or said that, but then you can, you can notice it. And that's part of the growth process once again. Right. So good. You can always say you're sorry. (laughs) That's right. That is so true. So true. Hey, hey, thanks for listening. I wanted to introduce to you a few of my friends who are also entrepreneurs, small businesses who I think are making a great impact. Here they are. 
Christine Borst of Christine Borst Creative Studio here. I'm a professor and therapist turned creative entrepreneur, and I want to offer listeners of this podcast 10% off my Etsy shop, featuring whimsical art and fitness-inspired gear. Find links to my shop at christineborst.com, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-E, B as in boy, O-R-S-T, dot com, and follow me on Instagram at Christine Borst Creative Studio. Use the code FI2021 for 10% off your order. Hi, this is Courtney with Beauty Counter. On average, a woman uses 12 personal care products a day. This means we may be exposing ourselves to hundreds of chemicals and toxins before leaving the house in the morning. The personal care and cosmetics industry in the United States is unregulated, which means that everything we use from deodorant to body wash, lipstick, mascara is full of harmful ingredients. The great news is that it only takes three days of using safer products to see a decrease in your toxicity levels. Email me for more information and a 20% off code for Beauty Counter at cachambers3 at gmail.com. Okay, sweet. Now let's get back to our workshop. Okay. So if you would say, if you could coach us right now in uh, no matter what age our kids are or even applying it to ourselves, how would you say like, what is something tactical or something we can apply and practice for, for growth, for like realizing that it might not be, it might not be like when we set our sights on something, David mentioned that you guys never said, you can't do that. You said like, how are we going to figure it out? You already said that, like, how are we going to figure out? Let's get creative. Um, and that like really hit home to me. And so when I find myself out of fear, um, if Addison, you know, she's seven and a half now, if she wants to do something and in my head, I'm like, that's not going to work. That's like the fear of getting hurt or rejected or whatever coming up in me, or that I think like, oh, I'm so much wiser and blah, blah, blah than she is. But guess what? Like some of the things that she has said and in my head, I was like, that's not going to work. And then I was like, no. Okay. Let's see. Like, what can we do? Can we go ask this person? Maybe they would know. And let's ask nicely and da, da, da. And the things that have come out of that are just amazing to me. That's great. So I am just a firm believer in in that, like, let's brainstorm and include our kids. It's not like they have some amazing ideas. And so what would you say to just to leave us with something that we can kind of coach ourselves or our kids in and that you think really helped your kids grow into like confident, con- like you have the best kids. They're confident. They're kind. They're humble. Um, and they're determined. Like, I want my kids to be the, all those things in that cute little package, right? Right, right. <laughs> if only it was that simple. But like, what would you think would be something that may have contributed to that, that you can help us out, share some light on? Well, I, I think, I think just supporting them, telling them that criticism and failure is okay and to learn from it you know don't I remember saying to my kids when they would fail a test okay 
it's okay. Mm-hmm. Just learn from it. If yeah. it, do something different. Like don't right. keep doing the same thing over and okay. over and beating your head against the wall. Just mm-hmm. change what you're doing. Go get help. Mm-hmm. Never be afraid to ask for help and to learn from that and enjoy learning and enjoy the moment. I mean, that that's really, the, David always, he wasn't always, he didn't, he's very competitive, but he always just loved to participate. Cause like at a regular swim meet, he wasn't winning, you know, medals or things, but he, he enjoyed the moment of being there. He enjoyed being and doing it. And that's, that's important. Yeah. So good. And you said something else that it took me up until this year to start to really like see, oh, maybe I should work on this is just like open with open arms about feedback. Like that's data. We can learn so much from any sort of feedback. Yeah. And it's hard. It's hard to take criticism, but it really does help when you, you use that to improve yourself. It is. Well, thank you so much. It's been so fun being here with you and happy mother's day and give yourself some extra love (laughs) and you're doing awesome. You are doing so good. And I can't wait to see, um, David on TV again, because he's going to do it. He is going to do it. I know he (laughs) is. So that's so exciting. And it was great seeing you. All right. Thank you, Linda. See ya. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Thank you for listening to Making Changes You Love to Live with Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Don't forget to subscribe. It's completely free. And share this with a friend. You never know when you can just make their day.